always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God's mighty hand is outstretched in your favor. So you might be going through unfavorable circumstances today and things are all out of whack. It's easy to get stressed out, worried, anxious, and fearful. But don't you worry, God is on your side and his hand is working for you right now. Welcome to this, your Thursday, April 12th, 2018 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you warm and happy greetings live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is a rainy 38 degree morning in the Queen City. I'm happy that you are with me today. I feel so joyful and blessed to be able to address you. Our Daily Cut family is all around the world. Every single podcast you hear is available for you as a free resource. Stream it, download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, your Daily Cup of Inspiration.com, Player.fm, under my name on YouTube, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on your notifications, and every time a podcast is uploaded, you'll be among the first to know. It is time to receive the rich word of God. But first, we'll begin with a prayer. God, our Father, we love you. Thank you for your blessings, your manifold blessings and favor. I appreciate you, God, for sending this individual to this podcast and giving me the blessing, the honor, the privilege of sowing into their spirit, minister to their needs in a profound way that they would never be the same again, and that they will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they have heard from you and have been in your presence. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. I was in grade school about the sixth grade. I believe. Well, on one hot afternoon after the school day was over, I was walking home with my friend Ursula. She and I got along great. And I remember how the sun was beating down on us. It was sizzling. It was so hot that Ursula's typically porcelain white cheeks had turned beet red. Though I can't remember what Ursula and I were laughing about on that summer day. It was something goofy. We had the best time walking and talking and just keeping to ourselves. We were kindred spirits. We just didn't want any problems problems with anyone. But on this one day, our familiar and quiet trek took a turn for the absolute worst. Daily Cut family, I heard this voice cry out, Hey, Deanna, I heard you want to fight me. I don't know where this person calling me out heard that from because there is no way I wanted to fight anybody. But there was this huge mob of kids trailing this rabble rouser. And when I saw the crowd, I knew what that meant. Everybody was waiting for a fight. Next thing I knew, my combatant and I were walking around in circles, baking in the hot sun, looking at each other. It was like a stare down scene straight out of a Western movie, only there were no guns or cowboy hats. And in my mind, I hoped this would just be over soon, and I really wanted to squash it and go home. What changed all that, however, was a mean-spirited comment that, in my childish mind, was highly offensive. She told me, your mama is a cat and your daddy is a dog. (laughs) That was it. It was on, though. Nobody was going to talk about my parents, specifically not my sweetest pie mama, Annie Dean Brinson, 
them was fighting words. I don't remember much else, but when I came back to reality, somebody was pulling me off the poor girl and I had stumped her in the ground. I know it's not my proudest moment. As Proverbs 22, 15 says, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Amen. Well, after the melee subsided, I walked through the door at home. I thought I was all good. I stepped in the kitchen, fully prepared to pretend as if I had not been scrapping like a barbarian in the street. Why do you have all those knots on your head, mom said. And before that moment, I was under the assumption, Daily Cup family, that I had come out of that fight without a scratch. I mean, after all, I did win. That's what everybody else said. But when I got in front of that mirror, ooh, buddy, she had put some gigantic lumps on my noggin. and carved bright red scratches in my face. I am so tickled. (laughs) I looked like I had been attacked by an alley cat who magically got the strength to hit me with a baseball bat too. Oh my, it was a mess. Though I may have been technically crowned the winner, my face appeared as if I had come out on the losing end of that war. And it so wasn't worth it. I allowed myself to get baited in by the enemy and fight a battle that wasn't even worth my time. I got some bumps and bruises I didn't have to sustain. I got distracted and sidetracked over some nonsense, over some false allegations, over some trumped up charges with no merit. In our spiritual walk, we have to be aware that... This is exactly the way the enemy works. When Satan comes against you or uses life circumstances to force you to respond in a certain way, I know it's difficult, but walk away. Hold your peace and let God fight your battle. He is sovereign. He is supreme. He reigns. He rules. Don't let the enemy make you forget who you serve. God is greater than anything or anyone that comes against you. He is all-knowing, all-seeing, and his power is all-encompassing. His mighty hand is simultaneously blocking the attacks on you and forcibly smiting the enemy who is coming against you. Early this morning, during my personal devotional time, God had me reading Daniel 4 about King Nebuchadnezzar. He was the greatest and most powerful of all the Babylonian kings, and he used his intellect, his creativity and might to build Babylon, and he let it go to his head. That was his mistake. God was upset by Nebuchadnezzar's pride and his failure to acknowledge him. So the Lord gave Nebuchadnezzar a dream. In the dream, he saw this beautiful, enormous and fruitful tree that touched the sky, gave food to everybody and even provided shade for all the animals. But then a heavenly messenger showed up in the dream and commanded in a loud voice that the tree be cut down, that the branches be cut off, that the leaves be stripped, that its fruit be scattered and that all the animals leave it. And the messenger said, let him be drenched with the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals. It was a disturbing dream and nobody in Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom could interpret this dream but Daniel, who was righteous and loyal to God. He told the king the dream was about him. He said, you're that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky. But God is going to cut you down unless you renounce your sins by doing what is right, by being kind to the oppressed and the needy. And then, and only then, if you do that, your prosperity will continue. But Nebuchadnezzar didn't listen. He let his pride get the best of him. And a year later, he hadn't changed. He was arrogant and puffed up. And just like that, Daily Cut family, the king lost his mind. The Bible says God put a divine smackdown on 
on Nebuchadnezzar. I paraphrase that. Nebuchadnezzar was out in the field living like an animal, eating grass. His hair grew like the feathers of an eagle. And the Bible says his nails grew like the claws of a bird. He was a mess. He looked a mess. His mind was gone. He was disgraced. It's a dangerous thing to get puffed up and prideful. And Nebuchadnezzar, for a period of time at least, learned this the hard way. But God is merciful. And after some time passed and the divine judgment was over, God allowed Nebuchadnezzar to get his sanity back. And by then the king was singing a whole new tune. In verse 37, he said, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the king of heaven because everything he does is right and all his ways are just and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. So what is the point? of all of this. Why am I sharing this with you? Because the Lord wants you to see something that Nebuchadnezzar had to learn the hard way. He is sovereign. He does what he pleases. Nobody is above him. Satan wants you to forget this. He doesn't want you to remember that you belong to God and that God's hand is outstretched in your favor. And though the enemy may be trying to intimidate and threaten you and circumstances may be disturbing, you've got to know that God is going to show up for you and fight that old, arrogant, insubordinate, defiant, wicked intolerable devil that won't leave you alone. How dare Satan come against your household and act as if he has power greater than the Almighty. Friend, the Lord takes it personally when Satan comes for you. That's why you can sit back and relax and watch God defend you. Watch him vindicate you. Watch him protect you. Watch him loose every shackle that tries to hold you back. Watch him make ways out of no way. Watch him put Satan in his place under your feet. You are victorious. You are an overcomer. You are the Lord's anointed. You are favored of God. You are chosen and singled out for God to get glory. God is in control. To remind you of this truth, I'm stirring a portion of Daniel 4 and 35 in the New International Version into your cup of inspiration. Fittingly, these are the words of King Nebuchadnezzar after God humbled him and allowed the king to see the truth and then restored his former glory. Nebuchadnezzar said this about God. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the people's of the earth. No one can hold back his hand. As you drink down the contents of your cup, be assured that in your life, no one and nothing can hold back the hand of God from blessing you, lifting you up and turning everything around and making it work for your good. Nobody and nothing can stop his unstoppable grace and favor that's all over you. As you stay submitted to his will, you will be blessed, nurtured, fulfilled and kept by the hand of our sovereign Lord. His hand is outstretched in your favor today. It's only a matter of time before you see the work that is already done in the spirit manifest in the natural. Let me leave you with 1 Peter 5 and 6 in the New International Version, which says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Now let's pray. God, thank you for giving this, your precious son, your precious daughter, the assurance that exaltation, elevation, and manifestation is coming. You, oh Lord, are lifting them up out of this horrible pit. I pray right now that you would strengthen them and equip them by your spirit not to be intimidated by threats, tactics, and manipulation tools the enemy uses to challenge their faith. Whatever Satan's attempts are to overwhelm their heart, mind, and emotion, and drive them to a place of doubt and fear, put them in remembrance of your word that assures them that your mighty hand is outstretched in their favor and that you are causing all things, not some things, but all things to work together for their good. 
thank you for your manifested grace, favor, and blessings over their life and all the lives of those connected to them. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.